Welcome everybody to Didn't Hate It podcast. I'm your host, a better looking, slightly less Jewish Adam Sandler. Uh, thanks for joining us today. You can laugh, that's okay. Uh, I'm here with uh, our wonderful guest. Oh, it's just me, uh, Lewis from DAI. Yeah, we, we're, we're missing. In his contract, he specified he wanted to be on the couch alone. Yeah. So that's what we've done. I regret it. <laughs> I regret nothing, if, if that helps. So. Yeah. But thanks for joining us today. We are going to talk about uh, the little movie called Blue Beetle. Yeah. Uh, we are the only people that have seen this movie, apparently. I yeah. feel like we're talking about a lot of movies lately that no one has seen. Yeah. So. And the viewers have an answer. The viewers ha demand us to review these movies yeah. they haven't seen. So um, we're going to talk about Blue Beetle, but first we're going to jump into a little bit of movie news. Uh, first of all, some... Uh, some more Superman news. Yeah. Uh, casting, a little old news, but uh, uh, more casting is uh, Anthony Kerrigan is going to be Metamorpho. He's like a D-list uh, superhero. Love he has like uh, different arms for different elements. He can control the elements. He's cool. I saw him in a cartoon once. I swear. He's like an octopus of elements. Yeah, that's pretty good. I take that. Uh, on to bigger news. We got bigger and better news. Bigger, better. Uh, Faster, stronger. <laughs> Green Lantern, Guy Gardner variation. is going to be played by Nathan Fillion. I like Nathan Fillion a lot. Yeah. I wish it was Hal Jordan. Yeah, because I just don't know if um, he really fits Guy Gardner. I, I picture like Chris Pratt because he's like that, that cocky, more yeah. jerky one. Yeah, he's pretty much just Star-Lord, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Nathan Fillion can pull it off because he's a great actor, yeah. but like I've only ever seen him be Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Like I just watched Castle, like, and it, it starts out pretty good and then gets kind of goofy, but like he's just kind of Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So. Like he'd been way better as like uh, Cal Jordan yeah. or any other Green Lantern. John Stewart? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. But is that going to be in the show or is that going to be in Superman? Superman. Superman. See, I, I don't want none of this show business, yeah. uh, but I want the movie business because the show business is just that they have so little confidence yeah. in like Green Lantern and all the other random stuff James Gunn's trying to do that their solution is we'll just do TV and see what happens. Because yeah. I think uh, what James Gunn said was he wants to show like the personal side of Superman and Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. Like in Superman Legacy, we're gonna see Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and their like their group of friends. And we're gonna see Superman, Guy Gardner, and his like uh, superhero group of friends. Yeah, which like, that'll be fun. Yeah, like we also have Isabella Mercedes as Hawk Girl and Eddie Gathigi. 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 I got it. Anthony Gathigi, was it? Eddie Gathigi. Eddie Gathigi. Eddie. What, what has he been in? Mr. Gathigi. Mr. Gathigi. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Mr. Gathigi. Mr. Gathigi. That's going to be in a kid's show, like in a reboot of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. It's not going to be Mr. Mosby. It's going to be Mr. Gathigi. <laughs> Mr. Gathigi. It's going to be like an old Asian um, man. He, not, not in a lot. Uh, the startup, the TV series, The Blacklist Redemption. Cage. So not not the good blacklist, but the blacklist redemption. Yeah, redemption. Mm. Did it redeem itself? I never saw either, but I hear one is good. Blacklist is pretty good. I've seen a couple episodes of that. Redemption got one up one season, I think. Uh, one season. Not one episode. <laughs> and himself. he was in it. Yeah. Uh, he was in the harder they fall. Never seen. Apparently, that was pretty good. It's like a stylized western cowboy movie. Yeah, you are our western expert, so. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but if it's not, we should like make that true. We'll make it true. Yeah. And as for Isabella Mercedes. Is Isabella. Isabella. From uh, Phineas and Ferb. It could be. Because you know Mexican Jewish, so that was yeah. Uh, she was in Dora Transformers. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Dora Transformers. Yeah, she was Dora. Oh, Dora yeah. is hot girl. Dora is hot girl. Ooh, I don't know if I like that, but I will say, I, did you see the Dora movie? I did see the Dora. How movie. have we both independently seen the Dora movie? I kind of like the Dora. Me movie. too. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna guess why you like it, because it makes fun of itself. It does. Yeah, and I like it because of that. Me too. Like they act like Dora's just crazy the whole time. Yeah, and they're like, she'll, she'll grow out of it. And then she does not. <laughs> and I like that a lot. I wish they would have played up on that a little bit more. Like, because they sh show Swiper at one point. This is an aside, but this is an important one. Uh, 
they show a swiper and like boots and stuff and I'm like I wish there were no talking animals whatsoever yeah. and she was just a little crazy I think they kind of did that but like where they were like high on like the magic mushroom yeah the mushroom you know kid show yeah kid uh, movie. Boots started talking and it was Danny Trejo yeah which was like, yeah perfect was cat he was born to be Boots <laughs> love that man yeah that was great but yeah so Dora's gonna be hot girl so yeah. That's the only, you know, this is how sad it is to me about the, the new Superman movie. So far, I, I know some people are excited, so, that, so that's good. Good for you guys. I'm happy for you guys. For me, the most excited thing I'm, the, the thing I'm most excited about is Dora the Hot Girl Explorer. Yeah. That's not. Honestly, me too. Yeah, right? Like, once I see, like, a trailer, like, sure. the, the suit or the, the plot, I'll be more excited. But Anything. Yeah. That's the only thing that strikes me about what they're doing currently with the Superman castings and just with the whole DCU. They're not using a lot of known people, which maybe that's a good strategy. I'm not knocking it. I mean, that's kind of what Doctor Who does. Like, it has, like, unknowns as the Doctor, for the most part. Yeah, but can we look at the state of Doctor Who and see if that... Well, not that that's what's ruining Doctor Who. There is kind of a revival with David Tennant coming back, shooting Gatwa. That's true. The 15th. Yeah, the 15th Doctor. I thought he was the 14th, because uh, Jody's the 13th. Nah, uh, uh, David Tennant's the 14th Doctor now. Do we count John Hurt as, as Hold on. does that bump he's, it up? He's the War Doctor. He's the War Doctor, but technically he's eight, so. So would that make him the 16th? I don't know. Math is hard. Uh, Chudy Gabo, can you uh, respond which your, what, what your number is, because. Pretty please. Yeah, because I forget. We need any celebrity to give us attention just anyone and honestly you don't have to be a celebrity you could just be yeah. a person and like a real person in common yeah but uh, yeah so I, I mean the idea could be good that uh, just a bunch of nobodies yeah. but I, I need something to get excited because I'm just not excited like literally here here's what he's here he has, this is what James Gunn is doing right now he's like we're gonna erase everything and do it again yeah like, that's not very exciting in and of itself. If you show me what the plan is to do it again, I might get excited. Yeah. I know a lot of people are, but for me, it's just like, I've been there. I've already seen this. Mm. You know, I, it, I saw Man of Steel and then to where we are currently. I don't really want to do it again, you know? Yeah. I hate to say it, but like, maybe they could have used The Flash to reboot it. Like, at the end of the Flash, just completely redo the Flash movie. If they insist on keeping the Flash and actually releasing it like they did, yeah. then yeah, like retconning anything, everything makes sense. But they didn't do that. Yeah. Like, I, I used the Flash, like, say the Flashpoint Paradox, like, completely yeah. reset everything. Everyone's, like, has a new face. Like, yeah. the timeline's completely wrecked. Yeah, you could show your uh, new Superman show up once, and then it would be a weird cameo in the movie because we'd all be like, who is that? Yeah. But it wouldn't be like, it would George make more Clooney sense. coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that's a spoiler, but like, y'all, if you haven't seen The Flash, like. If you care. If you care about The Flash, also, I sincerely apologize. We say, like, if you haven't seen The Flash, most people haven't. That is true. So I guess, really, we're going into our next segment where we're mm -hmm. talking about the state of the DC. EU slash DCU. Yeah. Because really, according to Mr. Gunn uh, and everyone else, Blue Beetle is actually the last DCEU. Mm. It is in the DCU, but not the movie, just the character, and also probably not because it didn't make money. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of hope they keep, like, the characters from Blue Beetle. I know, me too, because, like, at least it's... It was entertaining, you know, at least... And we'll get into that in a little bit here, but at least, like it was its own movie and it can stand alone. A lot of the DC movies can't stand together, let alone yeah. apart. Like, you were talking about the, I guess we'd call it the Snyderverse, yeah. and like, most of them were like, more misses than hits. Yeah, and I mean, really, if you think about it, like, th this is why I'm like, on the fence with the James Gunnverse, because I feel like they did that with Snyder. They were like, hey, you're basically in charge of this universe. Yeah. I know everyone says it and it's true. The studio, Warner Brothers, butts in way too much and that's part of the problem. But like, you know, you get David Ayer, who's a great filmmaker, yeah. to make a Suicide Squad, and then we get that Suicide Squad, and then you get James Gunn, great filmmaker, to do The Suicide Squad, which you like and a lot of people do. I didn't care for it. Have you seen Peacemaker? No, but I want to. Yeah, oh. It's really good. It's 
I'd say it's better than Suicide Squad. Really? Is yeah. it still James Gunnish? It is very James Gunnish. See, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that the, I actually have more fun with the first Suicide Squad. That might be unpopular opinion, but for me, it's just a string of music videos. And the second, the, the second one, you know, the reboot slash whatever it is, yeah. it, it's not as fun because it's try, it takes itself a little too serious, if you ask me. I'd say, like, the second one, The Suicide Squad, like, it did make fun of itself a little bit. It was a little less serious. See, I, I think it tried to do some of that, but at the end, like, it just it lost any of the weight that it had, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't look at it like, it's like the first Suicide Squad. I don't look at that as a real movie. I look at it as like the weird thing that DC like pooped out. And that's a lot of what DC, like yeah. Wonder Woman 2, yeah. it's kind of a weird, and I don't hate that movie. I, a lot of people do, but I, I think it's fine. Yeah. The first yeah. one's really good and the second one's like fine, so. Kind of mid. Yeah, kind of mid. But uh, yeah, so this is kind of on the outside though. Blue Beetle is, talking about yeah. Blue Beetle. Like, I think it was gonna be in a DC. EU. EU, yeah. But uh, and it was going to go straight to HBO Max, but they bumped it to theatrical. Which, or I guess Max now. Yeah, <laughs> no HBO Max. Yeah. You know, y'all know Max. Yeah. Yeah. What's HBO? Yeah, Max, the guy down the street. Yeah, you know Max. He's got all the movies. Yeah. Opens a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it does feel like, and, and we're not quite there yet, but it does feel like Blue Beetle should have been an HBO Max or a Max uh, original. Yeah. And things like, you know, the Suicide Squad and stuff like that, I feel like those would have benefited just being like streaming only. Because yeah. I think my expectation would have been set a little better. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that drives me nuts about DC right now is, I would say lack of direction, but I think they have 85 directions. Mm. And yeah. they're, they they're going in all of Yeah, so speaking of, we have uh, the Batman 2 that's yeah. gonna come out. Uh, it's a rumored that uh, Dick Grayson's gonna play a part in Batman Part Two, which he's, cool. I don't know if he fits like the world Matt Reeves set up in the first Batman because it's supposed right. to be dark, gritty, and realistic, kind of like the Dark Knight. Yeah, and like I don't think Robin would fit in the Dark Knight either. I I don't think so, and it's also it's kind of like Dark Knight Junior when you think about it. I know a lot of people that love the Batman, yeah. but I gotta be honest, I think it's fine. But I don't think it justifies its own existence. I like it for what it is, like a very dark and gritty uh, detective story. And I feel mm -hmm. like that really hasn't been done in like a Batman before, like a true, true like crime mystery. I like that part of it feels like it's very grounded. Yeah. But it loses me in that second half where someone remembered, oh crap, it's a Batman movie. We have to throw these bad guys at him yeah. and have this. Like I wish instead of like going more grounded and realistic, we got like the more Batman from the comic, where it's just a guy facing like these insurmountable like almost yeah. supernatural foes like Killer Croc and stuff. Uh, so speaking of James Gunn, he did the movie Super with yeah. um, Rain Wilson and um, yeah. Ellen Page. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna call her that. Just... I haven't seen it. Oh, really? so it's actually pretty good. Um, it's tons of like James Gunnisms, you know. So mm -hmm. if you if you like James Gunn, you, you'll love that one. But uh, it's pretty grounded. It's just like a guy that I actually forget if he gets strength. Or, I think he gets super strength, but I actually forget because it's not really about that. It's just about like him trying to do what's right. But sometimes he takes it a little too far because you know he's a hero that's trying to you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'd be interested to see what you think about that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think. I would be more excited if we had some smaller IPs maybe, yeah. like from DC, like Blue Beetle, I think was a great idea. Mm. I think where they killed it was when James Gunn said, hey, this is not part of the new DCU. Yeah. Like the character will be, and I'll probably find a tweet or something where he yeah. said that. Put it, uh, yeah, it. I'm paraphrasing of course, but here, here is the tweet somewhere where he's talking about, it will you know, dovetail, but it's not part of it. So, I mean, if you say that, like, you remember Shazam 2, we yeah. saw that thing. And everything that they do just sets up for something that's not gonna happen. Yeah, like the weird Wonder Woman cameos. Wonder Woman's making a lot of cameos for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and that weird, like, thing, and Gal, Go, Gal Gadot was like, Wonder Woman 3's happening, and then James Gunn was like, it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah really I just, weird. that's so strange to me because on one hand, it's almost like she was trolling, but I don't think Gal Gadot's a troll. Yeah, I think they just, they really want their job back. I think like, what, what it is, they've got a bunch of cooks in the kitchen, so she yeah. was legitimately told, 
there's a good chance Wonder Woman 3 is happening. And whether it's true or not, you know, studios lie too, because if you yeah. think about it, like, they could say it's not happening, and then a year from now they're like, hey, by the way, Wonder Woman 3 is coming with Gal Gadot. Yeah. Which, like, which yeah. I would actually welcome that, because I think, you know, the problem is not the cast. Yeah. The, the problem is not the current Justice League we, we have. The problem is that they don't, they're not picking a strong direction to go in. Yeah. They're picking eight weak directions, and they're going in all of those at once. Yeah. I'd be really mad, because if they brought back Galando and, and not, not Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. <sighs> well, I mean, I agree, but I, I'm a bigger man. Just bring back Gal Gadot. I'm not when it comes to Henry Cavill. <laughs> well, I agree. But if you can bring back Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck, I'll forgive everything. Well, I'll forgive the Henry Cavill thing. It breaks my little heart. It does. Yeah, it, I'm, my heart's broken for him. Yeah, and honestly, that's the thing that makes me, like, not excited about anything that James Gunn's doing with DC because if, if they would just announce Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill, I'd be way more excited than I am about, oh, it's a new Superman. Yeah. Cool. I guess they're they're trying to inject more inc- excitement into it with like other heroes like Green Lantern, Hot Girl, or Dora the Explorer. Yeah, Dora the Explorer Girl. Yeah. Um, for me though, that just shows what they've been doing this whole time is going to be the plan. They're just throwing whatever crap they have in there. Yeah. Like we talked about the Flash and what a train wreck that was. Yeah. They just said, oh, we can get Michael Keaton as Batman again. So so boom, we'll yeah. do that. I, I think their plan was they were going to use Michael Keaton going on out. Which like, would have been cool. Like, I love Michael Keaton's Batman. Like, they planned on, like, they were saying that it, the Flash was successful. They are going to do a Batman Beyond. It's like, but Flash was never going to be successful. That's, and, okay, so that's really what I want to talk about when we're talking about the state of DC. Yeah. They're setting themselves up. For failure. For failure. Because, like, it, it, we've talked about this when we did the Black Adam podcast, but it, it, it stands with, like, what's happening even with James Gunn going forward. Yeah. Uh, with Black Adam, I remember reading the headline that Black Adam made $385 million and worldwide, right? And DC lost over $150 million on it. Mm-hmm. And they're super disappointed because what a huge bomb, right? And I'm like, but here's the thing. Whose fault is it that that movie had to make five, six hundred million, yeah. it's a Black Adam movie. It's not gonna pull those numbers, even with The Rock. I think maybe that's what they thought. Yeah, like The Rock was just gonna magically make that money. Yeah, they were hoping for a Fast and Furious thing where all of a sudden it went from like, you know, it's making a lot of money, but now it's like a billion buster. Like now it's in the billions yeah. because The Rock is in there. But for Black Adam to make 385 worldwide, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. And so it's their fault that that didn't even break even. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say the same for Blue Beetle, even though I really like Blue Beetle. We'll get into that here in a minute. But they spent too much money. Yeah. They just, that's just the truth of it. And then, and we talked a little bit about the Batman sequel, but there's also going to be the Joker sequel as well, right? Yeah, and like neither of them are connected. And they're not connected to anything else. Yeah. And I feel like that could work to their strength if they did like a bunch of like not connected stories that are just onto themselves and like great. I think that should be the way forward, yeah. but the problem is they're doing both. Yeah. They're doing a, a Batman and a Joker that's completely disconnected from each other yeah. and from everything else. And, a and they're doing just, a universe. Yeah. yeah. Which, just do one or the other. I'm fine with whichever, but yeah. yeah. So I think um, my expectations for Blue Beetle going into it were fairly low. Yeah. Just because Black Adam, I actually liked. I actually thought it was a decent film. I thought it was just mid, honestly. I mean, it's kind of mid, but here's my biggest question. Why is it called Black Adam and not Justice Society? Yeah. Like, it would have been way better. It would have made more money, I feel like. Yeah. Because if you show, like, The Rock is the main character and you have Pierce Brosnan and Noah Sentient, whatever his name is. Or just, like, they made that the second Justice League movie, maybe. Instead of Justice Society, have like Ben Affleck. I wonder Cowboy. if that was part of the plan, because there's a lot of reshoots on that. Mm-hmm. And that's another issue, like with The Flash. The Flash costs so much, like over 350 just production wise, mm-hmm. not in, including marketing, which marketing, they put in way more than the movie cost. And then they're like, yeah, we, we're taking a almost $300 million loss on it. The Flash was not going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, especially with all the controversy. Like, the time it came out, too, like, 
like back to back to back every week. There was like another big movie coming out. Well, yeah, the timing was weird. Like, I, honestly, I would have dropped that Joker in like January or something, or something weird. Yeah. That way, like, you have no competition, and people actually liked The Flash. We did not care yeah, for it. If you like The Flash, please tell us why. I mean, yeah, please comment below and tell us, because like, I see the good in it. Michael Keaton yeah. is Batman. I, I like, see that. I like the stuff with Barry's mom. Like that stuff was like yes. heartfelt, and I really enjoyed that. But. I, I like that uh, Barry is now Hispanic yeah. <laughs> and Jewish. Jewish. So so cool, you know. It's the Phineas and Ferb thing all over again, yeah. full circle. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of that movie that it makes no sense, like in its own, yeah. and especially with the rest of the Snyderverse or anything else. Yeah. So I just, and I get the idea was that it was going to be one of those billion dollar making movies, but it wasn't. Justice League didn't do that. Yeah, why would you expect The Flash to? Or Black Adam. Yeah. Or, or Blue Beetle. I, I don't think they were hoping Blue Beetle would be a billion buster. No, like, I think they were hoping for five to six. Yeah. Um, and so I guess with that, we'll uh, transition into what we thought about Blue Beetle. But first, let me tell you a little bit about who we are. We are DeSoto Arts Institute. We teach the next generation of filmmakers pretty much all aspects of filmmaking. So if you like this content and you like uh, all the other stuff we have on this channel, uh, there's a little link here that you can click. You can go find out more about us and donate monthly to us. Um, your donation not only helps support this content, but it helps support future filmmakers like this man here. That's me. Or maybe even me, probably not, but mostly Lewis. And uh, one exciting thing we're gonna start doing is posting more short films, because yeah. that's we, we make a lot of them. So yeah. um, we're gonna be posting a lot more soon. So if you like that sort of thing, like, like it and subscribe and all that stuff. So that's who we are there. And uh, so now, I believe that takes us to Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. So, uh, I gotta ask, Lewis, did you hate it? Didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um, usually we have more people to go around and do yeah. that with, so. Uh, did you hate it if you saw it? We'll do like a Door of the Explorer, yeah. like. Did you hate Blue Beetle? <laughs> Where's Blue Beetle? Behind me. <laughs> the budget is behind me? Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will say, so, I, in the theater, like when it was over, I turned to you and I was like, if it wasn't for the family aspect, yeah. completely generic superhero yeah. movie. It was like a great family movie with a great cast. Like yes. cakes in like a really generic superhero movie exterior. Yes, the cast I think was phenomenal. Yeah. Even, From George Lopez. Even to like the little sister character I thought was yes. gonna be annoying. Like she was fun and great. Yes, like when it very, opened up and they start bickering, I was like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. And then, Immediately, I f feel for all of them, all of the family members. Yeah. And uh, the Nana. Like the dad, too. Like yeah. The, all of them are great. All of them are great. The, the family really ties everything that's going on together. Yeah. Um, so for me, you take the family aspect away, and I don't know what the movie is. Yeah. It's just. It's Venom, really. <laughs> it's like a weird mix of like Venom and Iron Man, kind of. But like Iron Man 2. Yeah. But not to not to say it's bad. I don't think it's bad, and and that's why we were talking about like, uh, I think if they would have made this movie for fifty million dollars, yeah, it they, they could have made money. It would look exactly the same. Cause yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it looks pretty good. Yeah, CG's pretty good. Um, the character builds are nice. Um, but it was over hundred and fifty million. Yeah, the thing is, like the costume was practical. Like you can yeah. see set photos, and it looks great. I feel like there didn't need to be that much CGI. Right. For some reason, they had like a big like CGI city with a bunch of holograms. Yeah, and, and like, so that, that was a little weird because it's like I was wondering what time period we're in. Yeah. And then part of me is wondering if because it was originally supposed to be in the EU, if not the European Union, yeah. but uh, if, if it was more like you know the future like Gotham Metropolis area because you know he's wearing a Gotham Law sweater. Yeah. Because. He went to Gotham yeah. Law School. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I'm like, but he's in like Palmer City and like yeah. Florida. I I or, did not know where it was supposed to be set. Oh, they said Palmer City. It it was like yeah. It, yeah, but I don't know. I'm guessing somewhere like someone yeah. will comment and tell us. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it. So I I was in Puerto Rico recently, mm -hmm. and in Puerto Rico, uh, we went to this restaurant at this big like it was a mall, but nothing was in it, right? But it was this huge building. And 
I go outside to go to the bathroom, but because it's not in the restaurants in the mall, and there's a red carpet of Blue Beetle yeah. right there, right? And I took pictures. I might put them there. I, yeah. I, I might get fired for, <laughs> hired and then fired for that. Um, I took pictures and I was like trying to see where's George Lopez at, you know? Yeah. Um, George Lopez wasn't there because we're in the middle of an actor strike. But yeah. anyway, so um, I'm there. I'm like looking at all the cool graphics and stuff. They had this cool like LED wall on the ceiling that was cool. Um, and so, so that was a Blue Beetle red carpet. And as it turns out, it was filmed in Puerto Rico. Hmm. At least the second unit. There's a second unit in yeah, Puerto Rico. You saw them in the credits. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was there <laughs> for the red carpet. I know those people. Yeah. I, don't, I know where that I was. I saw them at the red carpet. Um, but so that's all that to say, I don't know where it was, but it kind of reminded me of my brief uh, visit to Puerto Rico. Hmm. So that could have been a nice, like, Puerto Rican, like, no. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what were you talking about? Uh, we're talking we? about the weird hologram cities. Yeah, so like. And the unnecessary it, stuff. Like, is it in the DCEU or the DCU? At that point, because like I think so, I think it was EU. Now it's DCU. But on, let's be honest, I don't think we're gonna see this character again. And I think it's a shame because yeah. I do think it's a good movie. But I have not seen the same support for it as I have the Flash. Like yeah. I actually would not be yeah. completely surprised if Ezra Miller doesn't pop up as the Flash in like ten years. Yeah, yeah, because like people will ride for the Flash movie. I've seen people in the comments of like Instagram and YouTube like, know, Reddit. Flash is a good movie. You guys are just ungrateful. Ungrateful for what? Yeah. It, poorly CGI Nicolas Cage. Oh my gosh. I know. And, and that's the best part too is poorly yeah. CGI Nicolas Cage. And that's my biggest thing is like, I don't understand why people like that movie. Yeah. But, but okay, you like it. That's cool. Um, this movie, I think it's pretty universal. You're going to like it because of the family aspect. Yeah. Like, if you hate superheroes, like, well, I'd probably tell Rob to watch it, honestly, because he kind of hates superheroes, but he will love the family dynamic, he'll love the main characters, probably hate the villain, because the villain's very generic. Yeah. The villain is just a bad guy, because she is. Yeah. That's her job. She got hired to do it, she's doing it. So, I I do think that uh, it would have been better if Blue Beetle came out, like, imagine this. Like, right after Shazam? Yes, I was about just about to say. Imagine in 2018, like right after Justice League failed, and that really shook everyone's faith in uh, DC, right? Yeah. If after Shazam, because you remember Shazam came out, made a lot of money. Yeah, it was, and it was good. And it was a good movie. The first one was a good movie, and like DC for a little bit was like Shazam is our cornerstone. You remember that? Yeah. They were like, we're gonna do Shazam two. He's gonna be in the Justice League. He is like one, of, and it's like, wait, you don't have to yeah. just make Shazam like two, but you don't have to like cram him into everything. Yeah. So then you know, Fury, not Fury, Fury of the yeah. Gods. Yeah. The sequel tries to shoehorn him in all these things. Yeah. It's just, <sighs> and a stinker. And then we get a Black Adam that is not related to the two Shazams at all. Yeah. Which is a strange occurrence. I think that's because of The Rock. I Yeah, I saw a lot of rumors. We talked like, about that a little bit. Were you, did you see the thing where um, in times where like The Rock paid for like an advertisement to block out everything? Yes, and all I it did. Was, was a lightning bolt that said the, D, the hierarchy of the DCU is about to change and then nothing else? Yeah, but I, I can't imagine that's The Rock because that sounds like some corporate executive that would come up with that. And because it's so out of touch, yeah. like the rest of the world is like, first of all, what is DCEU? Yeah. <laughs> and the hi- what is the hierarchy of yeah. the DCEU? Superman. <laughs> Superman. You got Batman. Wonder Woman. Uh, honestly, Superman. <laughs> Everyone else. Yeah. Everyone. Well, well, the, and I'm not talking power-wise. I'm, I'm talking like. Uh, when it comes to like the DC movies that come out that people get excited about, yeah. about you have Batman as your your golden uh, cow, yeah. and then you've got Superman, Wonder Woman. I, I'm, I say Batman. Batman's a big draw. Batman's a big one, yeah. Batman, and then Superman's actually not that big of a box office draw, really. Mm. I mean, it makes money, but like Batman makes money. Why do you think we're gonna have a thousand Batman? You know? Yeah, um, Each which of them different. Yeah, which I would be excited for, like, Michael Keaton to be back and, you know, that kind of thing. But I just feel like we got too many things 
going on and none of them are going in the right direction. Yeah, like kind of going back to what we said before, like why can't we just have like really good self-contained stories like a, yes. like a like um Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton and also we have like the like a grounded detective stuff with um, Matt Reeves as Batman. Yeah. And like a hopeful James Gunn Superman, like not really connected. They're just like good stories unto themselves. And right. And if they happen to connect, then good for Then that. good. And if you can figure out how to make them connect in four or five movies, you know, once you have, uh, like that's what the Avengers yeah. did so well was. You had four really good movies. Yeah. Uh, I guess we count Incredible Hulk. You have those and then you, you put them together into another good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not that hard, I don't think. Yeah. It can't be that hard. It can't be as hard as DC makes it look. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like Blue Beetle, it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. There are no, there's no Wonder Woman cameos. Mm-hmm. There's no Superman. Nothing. Like all they do is they, they vaguely mention other superheroes. Like like, like Batman. Like oh I'm not Superman and like oh, Batman's a fascist, but this guy has a sense of humor. Yeah, which I thought that was pretty funny actually. Yeah. George Lopez, by the way, in Blue Beetle is uh, amazing. He is the cream of the crop. Let me we tell need you. more George, George Lopez in everything. So it, I don't want to make a show about everything, but since they're going it anyway, make a show about his character. Like him, like going around the world with different conspiracy theories. Like yes, that would be like amazing. plugging into weird machines. It's basically MacGyver with George Lopez as Uncle Rudy. Yeah. Yes. Pretty please. Please, Mr. Gun, please. Yes. Uh, Daddy Gun, please. Um, yeah. So uh, back to Blue Beetle. Um, I, I do think it was a it's a really charming family movie trying to come out of kind it's not a mess of a movie it's just that there's not it's, much to it yeah, it's like more generic than anything else yeah like they do some really cool stuff with the action with like him being able to create like weapons anything mm-hmm. he wants and they like um they took inspiration from uh, injustice to the game like there are um, a couple like finishing moves from that game they implemented into some of the fight scenes and that was pretty cool. Yeah. But it, other than that, it's like, it's, yeah, the it, bad, it's bad all guy. about the family. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, like the main character is actually separate from the family, like in the second half. Yeah. And I felt like that was a little bit of a dip, but the Nana yeah. takes the forefront. The grandma takes the forefront. I don't know if this is like spoiler-ish though. Uh, let's go ahead and get into spoilers. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. Be one of the two people that have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, go be, see it. Be one of us. You'll, you'll this spot you, can be that, That's reserved for you, maybe. Probably yeah, not. If you watch it. Yeah, probably not. Uh, <laughs> go for it. Spoil it. Yeah, but, uh, but when he gets kidnapped and uh, his family has to save him, I thought that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Me too. I love uh, the part that got me. I, I would love loyalty in movies. Yeah. So there's a part where, we're in spoilers, where the dad dies yeah. and the grandma uh, tells uh, the the sister, you know, now's not the time to cry. We got to go help Jaime, yeah. uh, Jamie. Uh, there's a, a joke about that. I, I don't know if it was funny, but now I think it's funny. I don't yeah. know. When it, when they did that joke again, like when he passes out the first time, and he's like, my name's Jamie or whatever. Yeah. I didn't think that was very funny, but now I'm like, that was kind of funny. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of a dumb joke. But anyways, um, the grandma's like, you know, now's not the time to cry. And then later when they everyone's safe, She's like, okay, now's the time to cry, and they all yeah. cry, and I'm like, yeah. Honestly, when the dad dies, I didn't think they'd have like the, the balls to do that. Like, I thought like it was gonna be like kind of like a modern MCU movie yes. where everyone lives and everyone's fine and not really any consequences. I thought him. he would go to the hospital. Blue Beetle's now captive, so he wouldn't know. He would just assume that he's dead, but the dad's really alive. Yeah. Thankfully, dad's dead. Yeah. And he had a really cool arc where, and I wish they would have gone more into it where. Like, he was telling Jaime about how, like, you know, he doesn't know why he's here either, but he knows everything's for a reason, and, like, yeah. his purpose is to be here with his son. Like, yeah. some really good, yeah, like, really sweet. Yeah. yeah, they just didn't flesh it out very much. So then at the end, after he dies, he's like, you know, I know my purpose now. It's to be here to help you, you know. Yeah, be the hero you, yeah. you meant to be. Which, that should have been the, the theme of the movie. Yeah. It was one. Yeah. And, and... It was really strong, and it was under there. Yeah. The The main theme, I guess, would be, what do you think the theme is of the, I guess it's just. Family together, strong. F- family, and then you have Jaime trying to get with this chick. Yeah. That's basically the two things. Yeah. <laughs> Which family? Yeah. Family yeah, good. Family, attractive white lady. Yeah. <laughs> was she white? They talked about her like she was. But. 
she looked. But then she would pronounce things very correctly, and I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, when you live in like the South with a bunch of like Hispanic people, you you kind of pick it up. I guess. I don't, don't we live in the South with a bunch of Hispanic? People? We don't live that South. We don't live that South. <laughs> that's true. Mississippi is a different yeah. country, I think. We're more like yeehaw South than like yeah, we're yeehaw. yeehaw. Yeah, yeah, we're yeehaw, not you know. Espanol. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get canceled. We're 100% gonna get canceled for that. Um, it's okay. I've been to Puerto Rico, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I really like the family, and overall, I'd say like it's a it's a great movie. If I would have not paid money for it, yeah, it's a good movie. Like if I watch this on like HBO Max with my family, like I've been like pleasantly surprised, and I might have liked yeah. it like, a lot more. I wish they would have dumped it. Honestly, yeah. normally I hate it when studios dump stuff, but. If they would have, and then people start watching it, it might have the following that The Flash has, where people are like, hey, it's actually really good, just give it a chance. Yeah. But why The Flash gets that, and, and like, Blue Beetle does Well, and Blue Beetle is very much, it's start to end story. Yeah. So like, yeah, there there's a little, you know, mundaneness in there, but the, the highs are really high, and the lows aren't that low. Yeah. With The Flash, the highs aren't that high, and the lows are, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> And on top of that, a, a good plus, uh, Blue Beetle doesn't beat women, so as far yeah. as we know. So he's in Cobra Kai. He, oh, that's so true. So I did. I loved him. I can't say his name. I'm not gonna like, try, but uh, he, I know it's. Mm, mm, go Yolo, for it. We're already canceled. Yolo Martinez. I forgot his last name. It's close enough. Close. Yeah. The fact that you didn't say Sholo like I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he's phenomenal. I, yeah, I really like him. Great choice for Blue Beetle. Um, I, I do kind of want to see him in the Justice League now, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Like at first, like, I'm used to seeing like Blue Beetle as part of the Teen Titans and like Young Justice. Yeah. I didn't like know how I felt about him being older. Yeah. Things, but like, I kind of liked it. Yeah, me too. I, I like that uh, he was a college graduate that yeah. now he's just like, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that was relatable, but also like... Yeah, like the part where his sister's like, oh, he has a degree, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Onto that six-figure job. Yeah, but, but there's just some parts where like, anytime there's a superhero movie where like one of the premises is like money, like we don't have any money, so we're going to lose the family home. That's yeah. one of the premises. I just don't buy it as much because I know what I'm in for. I'm in for a guy that's about to literally go to space in the next couple of scenes. So the setup of I can't figure out how to scrape together uh, enough money to live in a house, I, I don't know. I, I kind of see it, but like, you know, over the course of this movie, it's kind of like a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like The Incredibles did that stuff better because it, yeah. it was never about the money. It was always about like where you are in life. Yeah. And they did a little bit of that with the dad. And I wish they would have done, they could have done more with the mom too on that. But they, they kind of touched the surface on like the dad felt like this, the same as the son. They feel like yeah. they should be further at that age, you know? Yeah. And I like that, that that's, you know, they're both going through their own version of that. That should have been the movie. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish. It was like kind of smaller instead of like this evil corporation thing. Yeah. It was more like a conspiracy, like aliens putting the scarabs on Earth to slowly take over. And like they still had that family aspect at the end. Yeah. And or it, even if it was like evil woman trying to take over using the scarab, even if it was just mostly like take away like the thing where she makes all the, what were they called? Omax. Oh, Max, I think. What, 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 the big yeah. Iron Man ripoff suits yeah. from the Blue Beetle. Like, take away that and just make it like she wants the Beetle to make that kind of stuff. And the real, like, the cat and mouse stuff is like she's trying to find out who stole the scarab and she's getting closer and endangering the family. Yeah. If we, this is gonna sound weird, but there's a point. So try to follow this. So, you know that part in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Inglorious. That one. Yes, that one. Um, so the, where uh, Christopher Waltz is like in the house and the Jews are under the thing. Imagine a scene. I'm just saying where there's a scene in this movie where like the, the family is huddled together in a room when all these guys come in with guns to like drag them out of their house. Right. Mm -hmm. Imagine that scene. But instead of the guys with the guns, it's Susan Sarandon or is that who? The bad guy. Anyways, it's a bad guy. It's it's a bad lady. But she comes in with like just one guy, the one, the big bad guy yeah. at the end, one guy with a gun, and she's just like talking to Jaime, and uh, Jenny, the yeah. girl that's her niece. 
her ethnically yeah, ambiguous yeah. niece. Yeah. So uh, imagine that scene instead of the scene where they're huddled for like a second and then they drag them out into the yard. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that didn't work. That kind of worked, but. Yeah. I kind of like the scene where like, it was like heartbreaking seeing their house burn down and they're like, yeah. they're thinking they're gonna die and be like executed in front of their house. Yeah. And that was heart wrenching. My favorite part of that was the dad, they're all on their knees and they're pretty much about, to, or at least they think they're gonna be executed, right? Yeah. And the dad is like stretched as wide as possible, like yeah. in front of the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that gets me. That kind of stuff is yeah. like, that's good. But yeah. again, that should be the focus, I feel yeah, like. He's like, don't say a thing. Yeah, he's like, don't say nothing. And I'm like, uh, that's loyalty right there. But then there's like the part where Jenny's dad was the first Blue Beetle. And yeah. I don't really like that because it's just plot convenience. Like yeah. they have a ship that they use to get to the bad lady's lair. Yeah. And luckily, George Lopez knows how to navigate the ship. Yeah, he's good with technology. Because he's a conspiracy theory. I mean, I love George Lopez. And yeah. it's a, I kind of forgive that because like, uh, I kind of like the old Ted Cord Blue Beetle from the comics. I like the soundtrack a lot when they get down in the um, layer yeah. and they have all the neon lights and stuff. I just, to me, like in the world of the movie, it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. Yeah. But... Anyways, any other standouts about the movie? Uh, hmm. I think like, like you said, it looked really good. Yeah. I just wish it would have been made for fifty million. Like the yeah, the costume looked great. Yeah, you, you could tell it's practical because it, it feels real for the most part. Mm -hmm. They only did like light touch up to make the eyes and like the face move. Yeah. Like in that scene where he first suits up, where it's kind of body horror. They think is like his skin looks like it's melting and like arms are coming out. That was great. Yeah. I wish that, that we talked about that scene after, like I wish they would have, like in the trailer, it looks more horror-ish. Yeah. In the movie, it's kind of played for laughs. Yeah. And to me, it's like his whole family's around, and I do like yeah. that aspect is like, in most superhero movies, when they go through the transformation, they're not around their loved ones or their friends or whatever. It's yeah. usually them alone and then they reveal themselves. Well, in this one, well, he reveals himself to his family, yeah. but <laughs> like he has no choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is just happening real time with his family around. And I like that, but like it wasn't as horror as the trailer was. Because yeah. the trailer was like, they're screaming like, oh my God, he, like he's dying. As far as they know, his yeah. skin is burning yeah. off of his body, off of his bones. Yeah, he's becoming black. <laughs> he's becoming blue. Which yeah. is more concerning, I yeah. think. Uh, slightly more concerning, <laughs> I think. And and so the, they're freaking out, but it's more like yeah. funny. Like George Lopez is like, oh, did it go up your culito? Yeah, it's, it's like, it went up his butt. It went. Yeah. And then that joke does come back a couple times, and yeah. it's funny. But yeah. still, you know, I that moment could have been like, like, oh my God, bro brother, son, whatever is dying right in front of you. Yeah. That could have been played up, I think. I think if they would have stripped away a little bit of the comic bookiness of it, yeah. I think it would have uh, been a much better, like, punchier movie. Yeah. And if it would have been cheaper. Yeah. I just, I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks great. I just, I have no idea what they spend the 150 on. Somebody pocketed it. That's, that's my opinion, honestly. Yeah. Because it don't take, I mean, everything everywhere all at once costs, what, 14 million? Yeah. You tell me you can do all that for 14, but Blue Beetle cost 150? Yeah. I don't know. I think that everything everywhere like explored a lot more like graphical concepts than Blue Beetle. Yeah. And maybe given like it uh, everywhere all everything everywhere all at once That's like a benefit of that like um we didn't really see like a lot a lot like, it well, tr it's mostly fast. like small, th it's not like a big bug ship, Yeah. right? But even then, I just, you know, we're filmmakers, so I'm sitting here in my head thinking, okay, if I had to do the same thing, how much could I do that for? Yeah, like we'd cut corners, but we'd make it look good. Like, right. And, but for a lot cheaper though. For a lot cheaper, you know, we're not union and yeah. we do everything ourselves. So on one hand, a lot of our stuff's gonna look worse, but I, you know, as we advance as filmmakers, I do try to think like, could I, like, if I had $50 million, could I pull off Blue Beetle? I think so. Yeah. I'm probably foolish, I know, but I, I think I could. So to me, it's just like a little cheaper than the money that it, it made wouldn't have been bad. Yeah. But here we are, it's, it's probably gonna be the biggest loss in uh, WB history, bigger than The Flash. Really? Yeah, it made less uh, than The Flash. Yeah, but 
I think that your budget was like a quarter, right? Well, yes, but once you put marketing into it, uh, it's more uh, like half. And then I think overall right now where it stands, and this might be outdated by the time this comes out, but right now it's about 35 million that Blue Beetle made. Hmm. At least The Flash has made 235 a million, I, I might have said billion there, I meant million. Yeah. If it made that, then we'd have Blue Beetle everything. Um, and that's the, that's the real sad thing is, I do want to see more of this character yeah. with this cast. Um, I don't think we will. Nah, unfortunately. I think, it, I think like, it's dead. I feel like, I'd love the sequel, like seeing the Ted Cord Blue Beetle, like it's like wacky, goofy superhero in like a like gritty, serious world. Yes, I, and they reveal at the end that he's still alive, so yeah. that would be cool. And to see him interact with the new Blue Beetle, with yeah. Jaime, that would be cool. Or like a, like exploring the consequences of the Beetle. Yeah. Like in the movie, they're like, oh, it's like completely fused to your body, and it can take control whenever it wants, and like he's like, okay with it. Right. I kind of wish they explored like the consequences and like the... I also think yeah. it's interesting they went with like a Siri voice. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like they get on the same wavelength and now they are one. But I feel like the Beatle is not in character. Yeah. It feels more like an AI. Yeah, it's more it's more like a car that you get in and drive. Like, uh, you've seen Young Justice, right? Yeah. Where, like, the scarab, like, is an actual person. Like, like you should kill that guy. And yeah. And to, like, talk him out of, like, hey, no, we're not a killer. And, I don't want to kill this and guy. And they do that in the movie where he, he starts out not wanting to kill, and the suit, when I say the suit, the scarab wants to kill, and then at the end, it's opposite, right? The yeah. scarab stops him from killing. Yeah, I hate to say this, but I feel like it should have been more like Venom in that aspect. Or, like... I kind of agree. It should have been a, the the suit. I, I'm just yeah. gonna call him that. Should have been a character. Yeah. Like instead of this weird AI voice. Like they gave it a name like, Khajiit or something. Good, good, Gogeta. One of those Dragon Ball Z guys. Yeah. Vegeta, Vegeta. Like, I don't know. Yeah, one of those races from Skyrim. Yeah, one. Yeah, one of the racist ones. Yeah, but it sounds like Siri, and it talks like once or twice. Yeah, it doesn't talk much, and when it does, it sounds like. It's it's just uh, Siri. Like it's Siri. Just give it like a actual like voice with person. It's basically Friday from Spider Man. Yeah. And that's all. It's just the interface. Like and after like a fight scene, he gets knocked out. He's like, oh, his name is uh, Tortilla. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's like, Tortilla. Yeah. It'd have been a better scene if it was like he actually sat down to talk to him. He's like, no, my name is Kajita. I'm from like a an ancient race of aliens. Uh, Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I, it should have been. A, because they had that like yin yin yang, like they had to become one yeah. and like get to know each other. But really, Jaime just gets to know himself. Yeah. Which, interesting as it was, it didn't really fill, fill that yeah. theme out as much as it should have. Yeah. I, feel like. I feel like the movie would have been better as a whole if like the scarab was more of a character. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I would have taken, in that regard and only that regard, a more venom approach yeah. in that. Um, but I will say, in comparison to Venom, this is a much better yes. symbiote movie. Yeah, 100%. Much better. But yeah, so uh, that's our thoughts on Blue Beetle. Uh, I'd recommend it. I would too. Maybe see it on uh, Blu-ray or when it comes out on Max. Yeah. The place where you watch HBO. Yeah, Max featuring HBO. Yeah. Uh, I also recommend it if you're uh, thinking about, oh, I haven't seen The Flash and I haven't seen Blue Beetle. See Blue Beetle. See Blue Beetle. Do, do you need to watch The Flash? Just watch our recap on YouTube or something. I don't think you need to watch The Flash at all. I, I think you just skip that whole... Well, honestly, you can skip both of these movies because they're not going to come into play. But Blue Beetle, I think, could... In, in a few, yeah. maybe 10 or 20 years, I think people will look back and go, wow, Blue Beetle is actually a really, like, a hidden gem yeah. throughout all that rubble of what was the, D the DCEU. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Blue Beetle kind of fits in a nice self-contained world yes. for the most part. Yeah, and I think people will find that out eventually, but right now, for some reason, The Flash is getting all the love. So yeah. I know we keep going back to that, but I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. Yeah, it's because we haven't released our review on The Flash yet. That's why. Okay, well, once we do that, You'll, it's over. Yeah. No one's going to like it. We can't We can't complain about it anymore. Yeah, we won't legally. be able to complain anymore. But yeah, so if, if you've seen Blue Beetle, congratulations. You're one of 20. Um, yeah. uh, comment your, below your what you thought. right here. Yeah, your seat is here. Um, it, speaking of comments, if you do comment, there is a chance we will read your comment on the show. And as Zach always says, he will personally fly you out here to be on the show as well. So make sure you're commenting and like telling us what you want us to yabber about. Yeah, uh, this comment is from our TikTok. 
uh, you guys talked about like some of the worst movies ever made. We did. And uh, our friend Zach brought up uh, Jason X. Yes, we were talking about the cinematic classic, Jason, Jason X. X. Uh, the absolute horror movie of all time. Just, yeah. just the. None of us have seen it. No, I've never. Why would I see it? It's the 10th Jason yeah. movie. And XX Stifler 19 said, shouldn't have a movie pod and not know about one of the most iconic franchises in movie history. Wild, sir. And my response was. <laughs> you want to read it? You want me to read it? But here, here's what my response was. First of all, thank you, XX underscore Stifler 19 underscore XSTTTV with a chihuahua. I'll, I'll put it there so you can see with a chihuahua, little chihuahua as your uh, like profile picture. Thank you for commenting and for listening to us rant about Jason X. Um, here's my response to you. <clears throat> yeah, the 10th Jason movie was never high on the watch list for me. Yeah. Sweat icon emoji. Single yeah. sweat bead emoji. What's Jason X over any other like Friday or Jason movie. That's that's what I'm saying is yeah. like I, I have uh, full disclosure. I got to be real. I've never really seen any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I've seen the first one. I'm. I've seen like more. most of the first one, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna watch all ten of them. Yeah, like plus like no one watches them like all however many in a row. Like I must hunt for every bit of lore ever. Yeah. Like you watch them like out of order whenever you can, every Halloween. Right. And my thing is there's plenty of stuff that we talk about on this podcast that we get wrong that is 100% not fair. Like we should know this stuff. We do movie podcasts yeah. for movie people we should know. That's not one of them though. We get a pass on Jason X. Yeah, don't make fun of like Zach for not watching Jason X. Make fun of me for not watching Godfather Part 2. That's true. That You get on that yeah. comment there. Ryan, get, comment yeah. comment the, below. I can feel his little fingers. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Stifler, make fun of me for that. Mr. Stifler, yeah. this one's this one's for you. All, yeah. This like, one's free. You have full right to make fun of me in the comments. Yeah, and but, we'll talk about it. But don't be racist because they don't let you do that no more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we're not allowed to do that no more, so we'll probably be canceled what for saying... We? Uh, well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a group effort, Lewis. Come on. This is a team project. This is a team all, effort. old racism. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just have to cover our bases. But anyways, um, before we get banned from every platform, um, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you comment, like, blah, blah, subscribe, all that. All the, the things that you do, do those. Hit that subscribe. Smash it. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah, there's a thing called TikTok. Yeah. And if you follow us, you can see little splurts of what we're talking about. Yeah. Instagram as well. Instagrams. Uh, we got the X. Yeah. Uh, we have, like, carrier pigeons, too. Yeah, we got uh, these little uh, Tweety birds, yeah. but they're shaped like this. <laughs> If, so, you, if you live near an ocean, you might see like a bottle with like a flash drive in it and it has our videos. Definitely plug that into your computer right now. Yeah. And when the little antivirus thing comes up, just dismiss. Ignore it. It's fine. I, it pops. It's a formatting issue. That's, yeah, that's Windows users. So yeah. that's what happens. Okay, well, bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.